Uh, let's get uh, some world game expert on the line, Daniel Garb. G'day, Daniel. Hello, boys. How are you going? Oh, not too bad, mate. It's all happening in the Champions League. A few surprises last night. Yeah, well, I guess the big story is that Barcelona's out of the group stages, was, which, you know, looked like it was on the cards for a large part of the campaign. But uh, for a team of that stature to be playing on a Thursday night in the Europa League is unfathomable for them. It's been 20 years since Barcelona were eliminated in the group stages. So it's not something they are familiar with, but it has been tracking in that way. The league form's been poor, and uh, they're a club that's battling enormously at the moment. So this hammers that home. They, uh, they're in disbelief in, uh, in that part of Spain, that's for sure. Is it, uh, somebody mentioned to me that perhaps it was the last time they didn't make it was when Messi wasn't playing. And then all the years Messi was there, they played, and now he's yeah. gone. They're out again. Is that, is that true? Is it bookends? Yeah, well, Messi. Now Messi started about two thousand four or five with them, so a few years after their last group stage elimination. But they would have been there every single season. He was at the club, that's for sure. Yeah. He's a massive part of that. I mean, there's other elements to it. They haven't had the transfer spend to replenish the stocks. But yeah, you take Messi out. It's, it's similar to when Alex Ferguson leaving United, Wenger mm. leaving Arsenal. It's, an enormous hole in the pitch, but off the pitch as well. I mean, the presence of him and, and in the dressing room, that that absence is is felt in a massive way. So, yeah, there's no doubt that's part of it. Well, there you go. Hey, um, Ralph Ragnick, uh, second game in charge of Man United. Uh, how did they look? Uh, one all draw with, with young boys, but they played a, of Switzerland, but they played a uh, second team in, the, in this game because they were pretty much guaranteed of well, going through the group, I'll guarantee you're going through the group and, and close to, to topping the group as well anyway. And all they needed was a point and they got that. So at home, it was always likely against a weaker side. So they rested some players and now they can set themselves for the league on the weekend because they need to start climbing up the table and, and get back in that top four. That top four spot should be theirs. Based on the talent in their squad, they should be claiming that Champions League spot. They can't afford to miss out with the investment they've had. So that's clearly the remit from here. The Champions yeah. League, anything that happens there would be a bonus. They need to qualify for the competition next season. So it's all in on the league for them. And talking about climbing the ladder, back on local front, our Reds, Adelaide United, three games, three draws. Uh, any concerns there or could there be another victory this Saturday night? Yeah, not too not too many concerns. I think the key there is, is getting Craig Goodwin back into the team and up and firing. Yeah. I think he's the X factor. He's been coming off the bench and... Uh, uh, you, you notice his absence. Um, Kasuna Yengi is an exciting talent to lead the line. There's still very good players in Ben Halloran and, and Stefan Mork, and the defence has looked solid enough, that's for sure. And I think the team structure and the movement, there's, there's a game plan there, but you need a bit of brilliance. And Craig Goodwin's the player who can change things for you. So they need to get him up and going. I think when they do, you'll see the Reds climb up the ladder a little bit more. I'll tell you what, if anybody invades the pitch and Sam Kerr's around, they'll be thinking <laughs> twice about it. What a magnificent shirt front. <laughs> How good was that? Oh, I mean, brilliant. You, she, she, you, I think you need David Attenborough commentating <laughs> it. Because she, she's like a lion in the in the wild, sort of tracking him, <laughs> walking alongside, and then she picks her moments and goes, and what a hip and shoulder. Yeah, I mean, just as he was giving himself a selfie. It's absolutely textbook. I mean, you know, Daniel Kerr is Correct. Sam Kerr's brother now, but you've got a little reminder of who her brother is, I reckon, with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It was Aussie now, Rules to a team. I'm a big Eagles fan. I'll go on about Daniel Kerr forever and a day. What a superstar. <laughs> um, she learned under him and her father, Roger, who was the Correct. champion of the Yeah, played I mean, with Roger. He, he was not, champion. 
Yeah, there you go. So she, I mean, she knows the game so well and the technique, and that was, she didn't even flinch. She didn't even look at him afterwards. <laughs> yeah, didn't you know raise what? the elbow, so she got no weeks. She was not reported exactly. brilliantly yeah, done. <laughs> I, I think in today's rules, she got off the ground a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> a week. But um, you know what, that, yeah, that goose. I mean, on running on the field, trying to get a photo, and then almost taunting the players, I yeah, thought. Yeah, idiot. Um, so you know what, he got what he deserved. Spot on. Mate, Daniel, thank you very much for that wrap-up.